Cardasia. It's Diamond. But we got a new name. We go by D&D now. Damn, I ain't know which name you should throw. <laughs> Diamond and Deja. Diamond and Deja, that's fine. D&D, so when you see us, don't disturb our peace. We're going to rock your world. Facts. Facts. So I'm lighting this blunt up. We're smoking on some Kush mints to get the day started. And speaking of the day, it's a rainy day, but... Astrologically, it's beautiful as fuck out there. The sun is in Sag. Okay. The sun represents the ego, the life force, your energy. It's a masculine energy. And with it being in the fire sign, Sag, um, you can expect higher learning during this time, travel, expansion, abundance, in the areas of your energy and your ego. Um, today the moon is in Scorpio, which is fire as fuck. Fire as fuck. <laughs> That's my favorite part about all of this. Well, really, everything is aligning the way it needs to, especially astrologically. But that Scorpio moon hit. Hitting hard. Hitting different this morning. This rising. So it's your moon sign. Okay, yeah. The moon represents your feelings, your security, your relation to the feminine. And with it being in Scorpio right now, which is a very deep diving sign, you're just going to be really diving deep into your feelings and into everything feminine today and tomorrow and a little bit of yesterday. A little bit of yesterday. <laughs> so the moon stay in the planet for two and a half days? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Mercury right now is in Capricorn. And what's Mercury? It deals with communication. Everything communication. Anything communication, like how you think, how you process, how it's delivered, mm -hmm. that's Mercury. Um, and it's in Capricorn right now, which is a very, like, serious, business, wow. traditional time when it comes to communication. Right, because Capricorn is like a um, more mature sign. Yes. It's the 10th sign of the Zodiac. So it's like and big it's sis, big brother. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Really like father, actually. Capricorn is like father energy. Okay. Actually, Saturn, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. That's the father planet. It's like the daddy planet. So right now, everybody is strictly talking to each other. Trying to play some water on shit. Right. And the same with Venus. It's in Capricorn, too. Venus is all about love, beauty, art, relationships, <laughs> money. Oh, that's why Trey walking around like, say it with your chest. Yeah. <laughs> be fucking for real yeah <laughs> yeah everything's serious right now when it comes to love and talking this mars is in gemini though mars is the planet of action passion sex and it's in gemini gemini is a wild sign wouldn't that be like would it be like um slowed down oh it is retrograde right now right 
It's not. It's slowed down, but it's also going backwards. But I mean, like you know, because Mars energy is just so like fast. Go go go. Yeah. And then Gemini is like, hold on, let's think about this. Um, <laughs> no. So Gemini is like, yes, let's think about this, but Gemini's think so fast. So fast. Like, it's so yeah. many things that come with the Gemini sign. So mm -hmm. it's like thinking fast and doing fast at the same time. Backwards. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's retrograde right now. Yes. Yes. Thinking fast and doing it backwards. That's crazy. Yes. So be careful. <laughs> think Those... before you do twice. Look Those, around you. <laughs> Those is the um, all little personal planets. Yes. Okay. I added Jupiter in there for all my astro geeks for real because today it just moved into Aries, which is fire as fuck. What does that mean? Like Jupiter is the planet of abundance, right? Expansion, right. and it moved into Aries, which is the first house, the first sign, right? So that's like the sign of self. So whatever your first house is in, like Aries is playing like. A play in your first house right now. I feel like I'm too far. Along with whatever other sign Aries is in, whatever other house Aries is in is in your chart. Oh, I gotta go do some research. Yeah, but right now wherever your first house and wherever Aries is in your chart, mm -hmm. you you getting Jupiter energy. Those planets is highlighted Jupiter. Okay. Okay, easy enough. Y'all go look at your charts, check it out, see right. what's going on over there. Whole lot of whole lot of gang. Activity. We live in the skies. I wish I could go up there. <laughs> you can. <laughs> That's another conversation for another day. So we've been gone for a long time. Yes, huh? I know y'all been like, what the fuck these girls get? <laughs> what you been doing? How you feeling? You back? I feel great. Right now, in the moment, I feel great. Yeah. Because Everything just so magical right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spice is flying. Yeah. And so um, the last year has been really just about building for me. Um, taking a step back and um, I don't know, just really looking at looking at everything and um, checking. Well, really just um, checking my checking my plan out again. Yeah. Tweaking a few stuff like, okay, let me look at what I really want out of this lifetime. I think that's what I really been looking at. Since we stopped recording. Yeah. Cause yeah. And what do I really want to do? Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. What type of impact am I gonna have on this world? <laughs> do you think you stepped into it a lot? Since going back and revisiting, have you been implementing any of your plans? Um Yeah. Yeah, unconsciously, yes, because I mean, life just gonna keep on lifing, yeah, regardless. So, I feel <laughs> like me just living life is helping me to learn, experience, and grow and to shift into more of who I want to be, yeah. Love that, love that. Where you been at this year? You, you ain't been, <laughs> you ain't just been in one place. Tell the people where yeah. you been at thinking about all of this, yeah. <laughs> I always lived everywhere all at once. <laughs> but yeah, I moved from Detroit. Now I'm back home, Alabama. And that's been crazy within itself because I, I don't know. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> I went from, um, you know, just a quick pit stop to like a, a 
All right, let me really just um, put some roots in the ground this time around. Yeah. And um, it's actually been really cool, though, because... Shit, I'm really not wanting or needing for nothing. All of the, the stresses and worries and stuff that I was having, like, I don't have to worry about none of that stuff no more. It's like I'm able to um, stress about the stuff I need to be stressed about. Yeah. <laughs> the stuff that you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's real cool. So it's it's about the end of the year now. Do you feel like you had a grand 2022? 2022. That's a lot you. to think about, yeah. yeah. That's a whole year to think about, especially going from one place to the next. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like it's been pretty great. The years ended greatly. Yeah. Yeah. It's about to sure. start great. <laughs> so, what about you? What you been up to? You know. Since you left the people, you've been a little <laughs> bit everywhere all at once. You know, I like to keep the people on their toes. But no, I um I was in Atlanta for most of the year, all the way up in the, up until October. Um, but I was doing the same thing. I was reevaluating my life, trying to figure out what the fuck do I want to do? What? No, really, it was what am I doing? <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> That's really what it was. Like, why am I here? <laughs> but I took all of that time. Like, I didn't work for real. I haven't worked really this year. I just started back working for real, for real in October. Um, I didn't work really this year. I did a lot of sitting in my apartment. You did. Talking to my God and my woes. And shit, living for real. It was t it was a time where I didn't have my car. I didn't have my car for like four months. But I was still like living. Like I was getting out. Yeah. Getting around. Still seeing life. Yes. Move. Yes. <laughs> but it was, a, I feel like for the most part this year, it was a calm. Like it was a still year. Be still type year, but yeah, it life was really been, calm this yeah. year though. Like yeah, life been life in the life me. Yeah, but it's, it has been really chill, and it's been lit. Like seeing everything that I was thinking about, praying about, talking about, happen <laughs> around me, like to me, for me. Yeah, it's just crazy. That has been cool. Like just watching stuff, stuff that I did ask for come, and stuff that I didn't. Like yeah. just the result of just having good energy, putting good work. I don't know what it was about this year too, but I seen a lot of circles come back around yeah. this year. Like yes. stuff that I might have asked for a long, long, long time ago yeah. in my face. Yeah. Like or, yeah. in your face, like, do you really want this? Facts. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Yeah. <laughs> Remember? Facts. Yeah. Facts. But twenty twenty two, this this has been a great year. A great Great, great, great year. Magical yes. apple. So, yeah, we back to it. Who's okay, before we get into this book for today, yeah. I want to ask you, like, okay, babe. <laughs> I did have this question. I want to ask you, what books have you been reading since we recorded? Or, like, do you have a favorite that you've read that you've gotten into? Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, we just read um, White Lines together. I don't know if we're going to record it for y'all or not, but that was real good. We did read White Lines. Tracy Brown, I remember that author. Yeah. Go check that out because we're probably not going to. Well, we might record the trilogy. 
But um, that was really good. I think my favorite book this year, though, was The Alchemist. The Alchemist, yeah. Like, I'm really shocked. <laughs> like, I'm really shocked we didn't record. We're going to get it out there for y'all. But that was my favorite book because... Well, that is still my favorite book right now because that's... That's me. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> that's me. I ain't going to talk about it too much just because we may record, but... No, we we going to... Yeah. Yeah. It's really everybody for real. Like yeah. whatever you going through. Yeah, facts. If you read that book, you gonna you gonna see, you gonna yourself, see yourself. Yeah, instantly. <laughs> I love that book. Yeah, that's cool. I love that book. What about you? I know you've been reading a lot. I know. That's why I was sitting here thinking. I'm like, <laughs> I asked you. I'm not even ready to answer it because yeah. I'm trying to think. Because that's one thing I have gotten back into over the past year, just reading so much. Yeah. Just taking out the time to read. I seen you most enthused. I heard you most enthused about the last book you just read oh yeah the um it's a book about well, the poem book the poetry book yeah yeah freedom that was that was a book <laughs> hold on wait a minute you just <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. freedom by jolly john y'all that book oh no it just see set a little fire in me for real because i didn't print it out copies of the end of it for me and the <laughs> Yeah, that book was really good. I was finna say White Minds because I was really excited reading that one too. Yeah. It was more of like a reality slap in the face, like it's real shit going on out here, girl. Yeah. Like Yeah. That was real cool. White Minds was really exciting. But freedom freedom really was the one though for real. <laughs> because because like I said, everything is going into alignment. I'm working on my book. I opened up freedom okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then i opened up um freedom and got into that and it was usually the books that take me the longest to read always my favorites because them the ones like i really be digesting for real yeah and so the event coming up i've been writing more like yeah yeah freedom yeah. for sure by jaya john it's an um, independent artist and he got a podcast too i will read for you and he reads some of his poems and skits oh, and stuff what? on there so yeah y'all go check him out check that out okay uh, dang i don't know just you talking about again made me want to go read it now yeah. <laughs> but today well this last week we just benched the giver for y'all it was a really short short book i read it in what, a few days you read it in one two yeah one two days who is it by lewis lowry mm-hmm um, I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all is familiar with this book because we had to read it in middle school. It was like a, um, what they call it? Scholastic book. Yeah, or something. Something like, I don't know. It was on the motherfucking, um... Syllabus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they called it back then, but it was, no, nah, on the, um... The lesson plan. But yeah. <laughs> All of the teachers had to give it out. We had to read this motherfucker. So I know y'all done read it. Well, at least I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it or something. You'd have read a cliff note or something about it. Let me tell you something. I didn't read nothing about that book. I had it. I probably took a test on it. Took the test for other people. Took the test for... I have not read that book. I read it, and it was really, really good, which what made me so excited when he was like, let's read this for the podcast. I'm like, damn, that was a good book, and I forgot about it. I don't, I don't remember anything from that book. I'm actually kind of mad that they had us reading this in middle school because... You can't... Well... Y- yes, because the type of middle schools we attended, yeah, we wasn't getting what we needed from yeah, them then, right, at all. And the way that they they made us break it down in middle school, I remember couldn't have been like that. Yes, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so 
let's break it down for Yeah, they was in there brainwashing us. I swear to God. Because rereading this, I'm like, damn, I done picked up a lot of a lot of good shit that I never got back then. If I would have had this yeah. in middle school, boy, tell me My relationships would have definitely been yes, different. Yes, for sure. I'll say that. So I guess we could set the tone for them. It's kind of wild now. Yeah, this book do get kind of crazy. So it started so, out... Uh, <laughs> oh, well, ahead. I was just going to say, for one, Jonas will say his name, or I'll say his name a lot. That's the main character. Um, and I was going to ask you, because there's, they're living in this community, could you describe the community that they're living in? The type of community that they're living in? How would you describe it? Honestly, the community feel like black and white to me. Like I feel like it's gray. I wrote that down. <laughs> well, actually, I think in the book yeah. he did describe like they didn't have no color because mm-hmm. color was coming back to him mm-hmm. towards the end. But yeah. I feel like there's no. Um, well, I I wrote down kind of a list of what the community didn't have because they kept um, they kept like adding on like oh it don't the community don't have this or the community don't have this right. like. And so it felt like the community was more of like a just flat, like there's no weather, there's no, there's no agriculture. Differences about it. Yeah, sameness. That's what they described it as, yeah. sameness. Yeah. And so in the sameness, they said there's no pain, no color, no choice, no love, and ain't no history. Nothing. So this just, so imagine like a community of people, like everybody got the same house, everybody wear the same thing every day, everybody got the same hair color, everybody got the same skin tone. Yes. Skin tone was one of them. Everybody, you couldn't see skin tone. Yeah. You can't see um, no color. The houses were set up, mother, father, son, daughter. But if you think about it, that's how they try to make us think now. Yes. No color. Oh, we all equal. We yes. all the same. Like, yes. No. We're, we're not. not. <laughs> no, we're not. They also grouped them by ages up until 12 years old. So, right. like, at one, you was in a group with all one-year-olds. The numerology was going crazy. Through the whole book too, and that's why I need to read it again. That's <laughs> yeah. why I really want to read it again to right. get the to keep the coding for real, right? Because numbers was big. Yes, yes. To them, I think at twelve years old, that's when you good to go out into society and yes. start being a part. Like, so yes. you schooled you up until twelve, and then like after twelve is kind of a college right um, type function where you go into your specific job. And so I um, like that part though. You do, yeah. At twelve though, yes. I think 12 would probably be, maybe not as far as, like, college, but I would start seeing, I would want to start seeing what my child could do. I think I watched a um, podcast about Jada Pinkett letting um, Jaden leave the house at, like, 15, 16. He got mm-hmm. his own house and everything. Mm-hmm. But he was he was intelligent enough to do it, handle it. Yeah. You know, like, and I, so I feel like it's just how you raise them. And because they had raised these kids in a certain... Yeah. Mind frame, they was ready. True. And I think, at what age did you get your um, community hours? I think every year you got, like, a little bit more dependent, yes. independence from your family union. I think at eight or nine. Or eight seven. Because uh, the sister, Lily, I think, what age did she turn? Eight or nine in the book? Eight. Eight. So I think it was eight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Eight, you yeah. get your community hours, and then nine is when you get to ride your bike. Yeah. Yeah. There's no cars here. Yeah, no cars, <laughs> just bikes. <laughs> like, the land is flat. There's no mountains, valleys, hills, trees. This I, is actually kind of wild to think about. I don't know. Is there a movie? I don't know. 
We got yeah, we got to see. Yeah, see about that. I um I also don't know about what they ate. I don't remember what they what were they eating. Do we remember them eating? They had I remember um they got agriculture fields outside I, of the community, so they grow their food. Yeah. but you can't see the colors of it because I remember um him mentioning a pumpkin or something. He seen he seen the orange of the pumpkin. Mm. So I think they ate all food that you can grow. It's just you can't see the colors in it, gotcha. so it don't look so, like nothing. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no. I don't think I could live in a place. Well, I know I couldn't live like that. I wouldn't want to. It's real cultish. It sounds real cultish. Okay, and the family unit. The family unit in this community is mom, dad, yeah. two children, boy, girl. Yeah. Jonas family. Well, we ain't got to get to that yet. Well, we can, everybody get assigned a role. Yeah. So his family, his dad was a um, nurturer. Mm -hmm. So he took care of the newborn babies. And his mom, what did she do? She worked she in the medical a, field. No, she was a, um, she was in the court system. Court system, okay. Yeah. I thought that was cool as fuck. Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> and then, but after you start, well, we didn't even get into how they assign your role. So yeah. once you get your community hours at eight. Then you, um... Well, let's go back. Let's go back. Okay. <laughs> let's go back. Because we got to talk about the rules, too, in the community. Like, it's a lot of stuff they couldn't do, first of all, to even figure out, like, you know, if they wanted to be in certain roles and all that, because it's certain stuff that they couldn't do. Like what? They couldn't, they couldn't ride their bike until 9. That's for one. Like. Yeah. They couldn't. So, like, a lot of people would sneak off and do it. Yeah. But you couldn't do it if you really wanted to, to really find out other stuff you might like before nine. Right. Um, there was no other options besides a bike, too. Yes. So yes. So, it's just like, yes. what if I don't like bikes? Right. That's not my thing. Right. I can't skate. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you had to tell your dreams. Yeah. Um. So, I feel like, with that being said, what if you was dreaming about stuff that you wanted to do or could do but you told them and then the people around you is putting yeah. down your dreams yeah true you know because you had to tell them that was one of the rules yeah true um and they had rules within all of the roles so then i guess we can go into yeah true the, that's why yeah it's kind of hard to say they had rules of stuff they couldn't could and couldn't do because everybody had got a sign different yeah rules and who's to say yeah like i don't know your rules could say you could drive a car right <laughs> <laughs> right nobody yeah 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 so with jonas's dad being a nurturer one of his rules was that he had to take care of the babies from newborn age to one so he nurtured them until one years old okay can we talk about the process of how they got a baby because this shit is wild to me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, that shit is extremely wild. So they have um, um, roles assigned to you. Women get assigned birth mother roles. Well, some women. Yeah, some yeah. women get assigned birth mother roles, depending on how they grew up or, like, mm -hmm. the committee's um, observation of how they could best incorporate oh, yeah. into... <laughs> the committee. Yeah. It's a committee of people right. that walk around and watch these kids and decide for them yeah. their roles. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which, I mean, and it's like, it's stuff really good or bad because it's, I think it's good that people is 
paying attention. Like, yeah. Because we we grow up all the time and nobody ever, like, yeah. pay attention true. to what we really like and what we leaning more towards and trying to... That is very true. And a lot of them say that they didn't really have complaints about the roles that they got. Right. Like, they so, was actually really happy with yeah. what they was doing. Most people. But this birth mother role... Yes, this birth mother role is, is wild. wild. Let's go back to it. <laughs> so, you get assigned a birth mother and you're... Um, your destiny is to be, is to you basically be pampered for three years straight while you have three children. Yes. You have to have three children in three years. And then after that's over with, you go to work. Yeah. You go work in the fields, though. It's yeah. not like no sit down, yeah, chill no. type work. Like, they're going to switch your shit all the way up. Like, you're going to do hard work. Hard after work. You hard labor. Give birth three times. And back, give your back, baby away. Yeah. Because you're not keeping your child. This is just your... It goes to the nurturers. Yes. <laughs> and then the parents in the community get to apply, apply for a child. For a child. Your child. One of, one of your kids. Which is actually wild. Like, the whole process is just so unnatural. <laughs> like, yes. The whole community is just so unnatural. Like, it's just... A force. Yes, force. Yes. <laughs> Everything is just so forced. Completely against nature, like... I don't know. It's like they hate God. <laughs> I wanted to um, talk about the dreams, though. How important that rule was. Um, I think it's cool, for one, that... Um, they still don't have no way to control your dreams. You right. still have to tell right. them. Like, you can't get in my mind. Right. But... It was interesting because Jonas had the one dream. So every dream you have, you have to discuss it. It's a ritual. You discuss it at With your breakfast. Family. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Jonas had this one dream where I guess it was a, a sex dream or like a sexual desire type yeah. dream. And as soon as he had the dream, his mama gave him them pills. All right. So once you have like the pills is kind of like a birth control yeah, type thing, but yeah. it suppresses your um, urge yeah. to want to have sex. Yeah, basically. I thought that was very interesting because that's another force against nature. Yes. So with the birth mother, like who are the birth daddies? They never discussed right, that. Right. <laughs> I did put a note in there for that because this this whole process was intriguing me. Like, how do they get the sperm? I literally wrote. My nose says, where's the sperm come from? Like, who's donating their sperm? So this could be like a, a, um, well, this is me just being a conspiracist. I feel like this is like a, um, somebody with a fucking God complex, like, this is my community. So everybody, yes. Diamond. Yes. I feel like that was somebody's role. That's your your role as God is to keep providing the sperm. Oh my God. Yeah, like, (laughs) Nah, you on to something. So I feel like everybody is literally the same for real because they all can because they all come from one. <laughs> I don't know. That's just a theory. This, no, that's a the great book, theory. Don't though. say none of this, but, but we don't know where it comes theory, from. <laughs> Based on how everything is set up, that is the that's the best theory that I probably would ever hear. Y'all tell us y'all's after y'all read it, but yeah. I think she got the yeah. Yeah. Top that's two. Not. <laughs> not two. <laughs> yeah. No no no. Dang. So I guess we can um move along into the ceremony. Once you turn twelve, well you have a ceremony every year, you know, 
for I guess the the birthday. Mm-hmm. So when you well, turn everybody's 12, born, yeah. they're all born yeah. different days, but they are given all the same birthday. Right. So your birthday is the day that you was assigned to your family. Yes. Each person have a specific number in that year that they were born. Right. But they all same day. Right. So Jonas was 19. 19. Yeah. He was 19 and he's 12 years old. Yes. So his birth year is 1912. Yeah. Well, his <laughs> history standpoint is yes. 1912. Yes. So um, this ceremony happens every year. Um, like we said earlier, the nine-year-olds get the bikes. You know, everybody gets different things, maybe and different outfits. Then we put out there that this ceremony is happening in December. We're reading the book in, in December. December. True. Right on time. Right on time. <laughs> True. Oh, yeah, that was another thing because, um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this um, ceremony is led by this chief elder who... Is elected every ten years. She's a woman. She Mind is you. a woman. She is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I peeped that too. I'm like, she okay, Chief woman. Elder. <laughs> they did some correctly, right? <laughs> and it's led by her. And this year, Jonas is turning twelve, so this is a big year for him because he's about to be given assigned his role. Right. So they start going in numerical order. Um. They get to number 19. Well, they get to 18, do 18 or whatever. Do you want to talk about his friend? I don't know how deep you want to go into the book. But his friend was kind of cool, too. Asher. What's his yeah. name? Asher. Asher was cool. Yeah, he was. Asher was cool because I feel like he was very unique. He was the one that stood out. Yeah. True. He was the one that stood everybody out. Everybody else was same, same, same. Yeah. And then Asher was just like, he wasn't trying to be, but Mm-mm. he was literally just being, being himself. Yeah, he couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. That, yeah, I guess that was kind of cool about yeah. that shit. But I was just more sad of their relationship. Yeah. I don't know. The community just split them apart like that. Yeah. Like, that was real fucked up. Yeah, because at the ceremony, Asher was assigned the role of um, Rick. Yeah. Supervisor. Yeah, he was like a Rick, Rick teacher. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was really cool for him. Yeah. But when we get into Jonas, it was very, very, very different. Yes. Very different. Mm-hmm. Very different. Like, Jonas got assigned a grown up role. Yeah. <laughs> and Asher got assigned, like, a cool job. Yeah. Yeah. When they got to Jonas, they skipped him. So it was a big shock to the community because that was different. Yeah. You know, I feel like it was a lot of differences in this book, even though it told us, like, this was supposed to be same. same it was same, super same, contradicting same. anyway. Yeah. Like, they say everybody's the same, but you got, like, elders and. Yeah. Leaders and right. people with honored positions. Like, right. it's still people that's above others. Right. We're not the same. So, he was given the assigned role. Jonas, once they um, finished the whole ceremony, they came back around to Jonas and shoot. The chief elder was like, I know, I know, but no. This hey, is, everybody this is for down. a reason. <laughs> Keep this is for a reason. Um, but he was assigned the role of the receiver. receiver of memory. Mm-hmm. Memory. Receiver of memory. And this was the first time he felt different. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool, too, because, like, he felt it. Like, he had never felt it. Out of all these times. Well, he, well, he saw it before. Yeah. Because, you know, he was having visions beforehand. Yeah. And now it was just right. coming full circle right. for him. Like, full circle. Like, oh, this shit real. Oh, I am a little different. Yeah. I thought I was true. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he has always felt different because, remember, he'd been anxious up until the ceremony because he's like, I don't know what I like to do. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to sign me. Yeah. Like, I'm not. True. 
I'm not like everybody else. True. I don't have something specific <laughs> I'm into, babe. True. That is true. That is so true. So I think he's always known, like, I'm a little different. Like, something's different about me. Yeah. And his eyes. Oh, his eyes was different. He well, got different eyes besides the little girl that's so seven. How did she yes. six or seven? And then the baby. Wait, but how did they know their eyes were different? Because they were. You're right. Depending on how black and white looks, mm -hmm. it was just the contrast. Maybe it was just lighter. Yeah. Because they said they had white eyes. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. So, yeah, Jonas is the receiver of memory. So, at 12, they get straight into it. After the ceremony, they get straight into it. So, he go into his role, and they give him another set of rules, and sh get a little wild. <laughs> well, mind you, I told y'all that these people don't experience no pain. And they sit here telling Jonas that for your job, you're going to have to go through some pain. You're going to have to feel this. It's a page where they give a set of rules for his job. Do you mind reading them? I think on my book, it's 95, but I don't have my book. So it might be like Okay, bet. Jonas, <clears throat> receiver of memory, says, One, go immediately at the end of school hours each day to the annex entrance behind the house of the old and present yourself to the attendant. Two, go immediately to your dwelling at the conclusion of training hours each day. That's go home after training every day. Right. basically. <laughs> it says, from this moment, you are exempted from rules governing rudeness. You may ask any questions of any citizen and you will receive answers. So for that rule, basically he's allowed to... To be curious. Yes. <laughs> so the community is not allowed to ask no question that would be considered rude or right. offensive to anybody else. So he's given the permission to ask anything he wants. So, four, it says, do not discuss your training with any other member of the community, including parents and elders. At the end of the day, at dinner, they're supposed to discuss how their day went. Jonas can't. <laughs> says, number five, from this moment, you are prohibited from dream telling. He can't tell his dreams no more. Number six, except for illness or injury unrelated to your training, do not apply for any medication. Number seven, you are not permitted to apply for release. He can't leave. That's basically release. Mm -hmm. And number eight, you may lie. <laughs> I know that was your favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite one was the prohibiting of the dreams. The dreams because it's oh, yeah. like, how you not? How can you not tell your dreams if you're supposed to tell them every night? You're I right. mean, every morning. Right. <laughs> but he said that he usually don't remember his dreams yeah. anyway. So yeah. this would be easy for right. him. He like, shit, that's the easiest part for me. I never have dreams. But then the lie made it like, okay, so when I do dream, now I got now I can lie about it. Yeah, true. Wow. What if everybody, I was thinking that what if everybody in the instructions was saying you can lie? And so everybody really is a lying-ass community. Yeah, true. True. Because, true, once Jonas started going through his process, he started to see everything a little different. Yeah. He started to see everything a little different. So during this time with his mentor who is called the giver mm. because he's giving Jonas the memories which is transmuted through him touching yep him and the memories are like memories from the past like you get all of the all of the memories of history so you can so well so now Jonas can lead the community if they ever come into any trouble right i think the dream telling part was more of just a way for them to, I, th I think it was like helping them in the decision making. Because you remember a certain part where they was like, um, depending on what type of dreams you was having, that's the type of jobs 
that they oh, would get too. Oh, okay, okay. So that was my interpretation of them having to tell their dreams. Like, yeah. I don't think they were trying to invade on them. Like, yeah. More of like trying to help. Okay. Okay. True. Because that's why I love dreams anyway. To True. figure out a meaning. But also, um, history comes up in dreams too. So how can you permanently delete history if people still having dreams? Right. And that's probably too to monitor. Yeah. Just to see, you know. Yeah. And we don't know all of the dreams Jonas had. But that could have played a role in his, you know, ain't no telling. True. And the fact that he didn't remember a lot could be telling, too, because they may. I mean, the way I think now, you know, even if we not dreaming, we dreaming. Yeah. Like, so they probably think, okay, he tra he just traveling and he can handle it. Right. <laughs> so. I wonder what was the observation to give him this job. Right. Right. Because when you think about the one before him. <laughs> But see, that's what... They different. They different, but the same. I probably need to read the rest of the series so I can get my questions answered. Because... <laughs> it is a series. I'm literally curious as to how was... How was the second... I mean, the first um, receiver that they picked. How was that his daughter? And was that his real blood daughter or the one assigned to him? I think it was his real birth daughter. Because... And I think it was on some sneaky link type thing. You know, when he started giving Jonas the memories, he started showing him, like, a lot of love and familiar-type things, like family-type settings. One of the scenes was a Christmas scene. Like, mm -hmm. that was his favorite one, which is cool, too, because it's around that season, too. Yes. But I think because the giver, I mean, they are both curious, the giver and the receiver. They both are naturally curious. They want to know, like, I don't know, like, what is it? You know, like... And the giver show, told him that he was outside a little bit. Yeah. With not, without telling him. So I felt like he snuck around probably with a birth mother, fell in love, and had a baby. And it's telling through the eyes. Because yeah. they had the same eyes. It was definitely sneaky. Because I like your theory. I can't see the giver being God yeah. in that situation. And based on all of the memories he was giving Jonas... The stories he was telling him about just love and family, like, I feel like he fell in love and had yeah. a family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and somehow they snuck his daughter into society as his predecessor. Right. Which was destined anyway. True. Because that's his real daughter. Yeah. She just... What happened was, was she couldn't handle it, and I think this was a painful process for Jonas to realize because that's when he learned about release mm -hmm. um up until that point he thought re release was you, you just, just get to leave you just get to leave yeah. <laughs> you can walk on up out of here everybody think that this is what the whole community <laughs> thing when you apply for release then that means you just leave and go to another community next door or something right you just can't be there no more no, no. they is killing these people yeah <laughs> but it's just like okay that part we got to talk about too because there's like they don't um experience the feeling of love right so death don't affect them in right. the same way right that, true and, and they family units is not really family units like this not blood true this is somebody that um was assigned to you true these kids is assigned to you true. but it's not your real bloodline true they're real people like 
True. So just like life and death just hit different in this community anyway. I feel like it hits, well, when I was reading it, I knew it didn't hit emotionally, but karmically, I feel like that's why I'm, I want to read the series now too, because I'm interested to see where it goes. Like, are we going to hear about the community after this? Because I feel like this is what's leading to the chaos that's about to happen. Yeah. True. So Jonas found out about release and then the giver gave him a memory or a movie or a clip of his dad performing release on newborns that they didn't want to see in the community or didn't feel like they were fit for the community. Right. That was pain too. I feel like that hurt most more than any of the physical pain he was experiencing with the memories he had to go experience. Like I feel like the the yeah. love hit the, yeah. the that part because he's the only person that can experience love at this yeah. point. Like yeah. he's the only person that know what it is right. and know like the the wide range of it. So like that part really hit because like for one the giver and the receiver they was both getting old really fast. Yes, because wisdom. Like, yes, once you know shit, you yes. get old fast. <laughs> and for two, like they say, I think they did say it in the book. Love is dangerous. Yeah. That's why they <laughs> they took it out the community. They was yeah. like, shit, no. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's so, like, I want to say cool, but it's just so interesting reading it play out to show how dangerous it really is. Because yes. you, could, you could feel it through the book yes. hurting him. Yes. And it wasn't even no physical pain. Yes, and and when I tell you Jonas burnt that bitch down once he felt it... <laughs> Once he got a little t yeah. taste of love, oh. he was like, okay, everything got to go. We out of there. Like, he started living for real. <laughs> yes. He was like, this ain't it. Yeah. So him and the giver, they planned the whole escape. escape. Oh, because they, they found out, they connected the dots and found out that if um, the person who hold all of them, I don't think we explained all of that. Yeah. So um, the receiver of memory is just the person who holds all of the history and all of the memories of the world. Right. for the people because if they had to hold it themselves then their mindsets are basically it free. wouldn't yeah it wouldn't create the sameness that yeah. they're looking for right <laughs> at all and so these people don't remember nothing they're like basically all of their shit is it's we here now yes <laughs> yes and everybody that one person carries it all for everybody else yeah and so they Figured that if um, Jonas leaves the community, once he's carrying it, then all of it going to come back. Because that's what happened the first time. Once, As soon as she passed away, mm -hmm. the community was left with all of the memories that she had. Yep. And all of them feelings and all of them emotions and just everything. And it went chaos for yep. a little while. <laughs> and so they like shit. They came up with the plan that um, the giver was going to give Jonas as much as he could in the next year. And then you're going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I'll help them. Yeah. That was cool. How yeah. the giver was like, okay, I'm going to stay here and help. Yeah. Instead of, because he could have dipped lived. too and lived yeah. his life like he wanted to. But he realized his purpose for oh. real. And what if his purpose is to free all of the, all of the receivers up until he, because it's going, he just dropping off bags. Yeah, true. <laughs> he might have a master plan. He might have a master plan. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's so much to this little yeah, tiny book. Right. Anyway, they came up with this plan to leave, but the plan went haywire because 
there's a baby that's been living with Johnny's family because his dad is the nurturer. Right. And he brought a baby home to try to help him um, get healthy fast enough for him to make it to his ceremony of one and get and, and get a family. But if you're not healthy enough to their standards by age one, then you get released. Right. And so they took in this baby. Well, Johnny's been helping him sleep and stuff throughout the night because he was like a real fussy baby. And he'd been helping him sleep by transmuting a couple of the good memories. memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's, Jonas yep. was helping him sleep and stuff throughout the night. So he kind of got a little bond with this little baby. And he found out that his daddy about to release little Gabe. Yep. Gabe is the baby name because Gabe didn't make it up to standards in right. time. And Jonas has experienced love at this point. So he loves Gabe. He <laughs> like, shit, you're not going to kill my brother. <laughs> not mine. <laughs> Maybe one of these other ones. Right. <laughs> and so he he said, fuck the plan. He took Gabe and Duke that night. Yeah. And they looked back. And they looked back. That was cool. And they went through the storm. They went through a lot. It was snowing. Yes. That was his first time really experiencing real snow. The full circle. I'm just now yeah. remembering the full circle that yeah. the book came to. Like. Yes. It was, it's, it's a very good read. Very good read. And it ended with him seeing the colors in the in the city, right? Mm-hmm. Ahead of him. And I think... And he It ended with the very, first memory that he got. Remember the first the, memory he got of snow? Yeah. And the sled. And the sled. And he found the sled at the end of the book and rode off into whatever. I feel like it was something about a Christmas tree, too. Mm-hmm. Did he see it? Yeah. It was some lights down yeah. there or something like it was, I don't know, it was so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was so beautiful. And, yes. like, the, the downloads and shit that I got. I think my biggest download from this book was the art of giving and receiving. Okay, let's talk about that. <laughs> so, the giver, his job was to give, which, in my life, I feel like I give what I get. So what I put out is what I get back. The giver off rip gave off like a lot of love, like with Jonas, he gave out a lot of love, a lot of love, a lot of love. But it came times where he had to give pain. Mm-hmm. Like he had to, like he, he had to, to help Jonas see. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it just brought so many laws into play because then with him giving that, he's going to receive it back. Like he's attracting the pain back which was telling, too, because he experienced the same type of loss, failure, that Jonas was stepping into, but he was giving it to him. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So when it comes to, like, relationships and life that I have to deal with now, like, I don't know, this book just made me more, like, more focused on what I'm actually giving. Like, even if it is painful, like, is it out of love, like, out of real, real love. Like, I'm not out here just giving anything or just doing anything. Like, am I really giving what I need back? Mm-hmm. Because this this book really made everything come back full circle in the most beautiful way. And it's not to say that it was easy, because it wasn't, but it was divine. I don't know, it's been on my mind a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same, because... With the giving and receiving, like, in a relationship, 
but just relationships in general like just people you deal with in general right it's so hard because you have to watch how you pour into people when it's when you know it's not gonna like be given back to you it may not be given back to you by that person but it's gonna be given back to you is what i that is what i'm saying like because he had like i don't know he had to he gave jonas the memories for example so like it's been making me think more and more of like doing what's best for me because it'll be it'll come back even if it's good or bad that i have to do because i'm all about the chaos yeah right i'm gonna choose violence any day but making sure it's the best type of violence possible because it's gonna come back on me right i'm gonna need it but these folks need it too (laughs) you just said it's inevitable yes is what i got from is the big picture i got the big message i got from this book my big thing was like you said the dreams part the dreams and their memories and how impactful they was to us as a whole like as a collective yes yeah like i noticed that i was um just noting a lot around just how important all of this shit is like being able to hold on to our history because i remember i watched this documentary and the lady was like she was like the greatest death is when you lose your memory the greatest yeah Mm, she's like deep. once you lose your history then you might as well just be dead for real because then you really don't know who you are that's probably why i can't remember shit because i'm and then i like <laughs> how um the giver was well the giver and the receiver both um received their consciousness in different ways like in stronger um points yeah like the givers was through music yes and his was through color like he could see yeah he could see realness yeah and everything (laughs) so i think that was um an important lesson for me too because i think we all have our different like um psychic abilities that we tap into differently at different points than everybody else so that's like one thing that i've been like trying to look around and pay attention to since I've been reading it. Yeah. Because we are stronger in different, like, area points. I definitely thought about that reading, too, as far as the different psychic abilities, because I felt that Jonas had all of them. Yeah, I mean, Which led me to the question, do you think that you have all of them? Yes, I think we do have them all, but one is going to stand out when you first coming into shit. Okay. When you first coming into consciousness, I feel like, one is going to be a lot stronger because that's probably when you've been exercising the, the longest. Most. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I do think that Jonas have them all and we do have them all. Like okay. We, we all can tap into whatever we want to. Yeah. Yeah. But based on your karma and your, your bloodline and, you know, your ancestry, you could, like, be tapped more into one, one yeah. than, uh, than others. hmm I love dreams, too, though. I, I don't care. They was not dreaming. <laughs> they was traveling. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because they couldn't live real life yeah. in real life. <laughs> and so true. they had to go to their dreams for reality. Yeah, true. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. They all are the realities, though. That was just the reality they was in. 
Like, it was a whole other reality right next door in another community. I don't who know, had Brit- different rules and, like, <laughs> different setups. Yeah. Like, they would visit sometimes, too. Which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> they would even let them, like, hey. <laughs> this whole thing was, like, it was giving zoo. <laughs> For real. For like, real. we're going to visit the zoo. Oh, speaking of zoo, they didn't have no animals. They oh, thought yeah. that shit was imaginary. <laughs> What That's animals did he scary. see in his in his memories? An elephant. Elephant. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you want me to like this blunt? You like. That's the book, y'all. Go check it out for real. For real, for real, for real. The Giver by Louis Lowry. And um, let us know if you read it or remember it. Well, for one, let's let's talk about how y'all can reach us now because shit has shifted. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna be dropping every two weeks for y'all from now on. Yeah. So the next episode will be January fifth, two weeks from today. And <laughs> tomorrow too. <laughs> hey. And so, um, if you want to keep up with us, we're about to start our Discord. It's gonna be so much fun. I hope y'all are yes. excited. Like we're excited. Very interactive. So come talk to us. You know. For real, I would love to discuss all of the books. All of the books. So the Discord is going to be in the bio. Just go tap, make you an account. I'm pretty sure y'all got an account. If not, disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> but it's real easy, so yeah. Really easy and simple. Come join us. Tap in, tune in. Tell a friend. All the friends. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Q-Dog, no college. Y'all, we working now. Me and Diamond work together. (laughs) And we got a job. (laughs) Don't be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. We we do a lot of things. (laughs) Do a lot of things. But um, shout out to Q Dog No College for real. For real, for real, for real. That's our big homie, not the little one. For real. Respect on that name. (laughs) Um, Is coming to us with the vibes. Yeah, she has, she she do a lot of things. So I ain't even going to try to put her in a box. She do everything. It's she hard. can do it all. That's why we sit here struggling, because we're like, yeah. damn, what do we, yeah. what do we say? She can do it all. She has an event that we'll be attending, so y'all will be able to hear about that. We'll drop some stuff in the Discord about all that. Where she'll have poets. She got a lot of different things. Um, artists. Creators. Creators, like. Everybody going to be in the building. Everybody. Um, but yeah, she's really dope. Her business page, she's on Instagram. Her business page is the 4001 Collection. So it's the, like, the the collection is letters. And then 4000 is one is numbers. So it's the 4001 Collection. And then her personal page, which is dope as fuck. Like, her Instagram aesthetics are fire. Like, on both pages, like, fire. But her personal page is Lucky44. And that's all letters. Lucky44. Yeah, she fire. She's fire as fuck. I can't wait for y'all to see her work. Shout out to Cute Dog. <coughs> no college. Shout out to Cute Dog. <laughs> <laughs> we supposed to have a hot thought, but I forgot. Yeah, I forgot too. We had a few hot thoughts. We didn't. We didn't throw out a lot of thoughts in here. Yeah. Some conspiracies. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah, true, here. True, true, true. So, um, what book are we reading next week? What book are we reading next? We just talked about it. Oh, yeah. Pussy prayers. Is it? But I thought... What are we doing? 
I thought we had another book together too. We got the second book to this one. Oh, we said we might record a the alchemist. Y'all get the alchemist. Get the alchemist. The we alchemist is next. For y'all. <laughs> That'll be a good New Year. Yes. Yes. Podcast book for y'all listen to and read. Perfect. Get the alchemist. Um, audio book. Any. We couldn't even shop the Physical free library, copies. Y'all. Yeah. Oh, my God. They done shut the library down. <laughs> they done shut the damn free library down. We had a little a little plug for y'all to get some books online, but... Dang. We'll figure it out. If you got yeah. a plug, hit us. Yeah, put it in Discord. Discord. Please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, y'all get the book. We're gonna have that episode out for y'all next. And, um... Yeah. Stay dangerous. Gang. Gang of Lee.